Passports, please. I've a banana. My whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> Hung him for 28 days. Leader of Britain. Destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Should I kill myself? And, um... I can only get jobs when they can't see my face. <laughs> Uh, I I hate this. Um, <laughs> well, and, let's get on with it then. <laughs> yeah, and I just imagine that uh, you'd like it, but it is the season. All know, right. So uh, talking about shopping local, we're in Beloit, Wisconsin, at Bushel and Tax. Me and Dana Eisen Johnson, who's trend expert from Etsy. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic to have you here Christmas because gift ideas. there's so much cool stuff around here, and oh. Dana's going to show me what is the cool. Why do you think I like this? Cool stuff <laughs> it's all about food. I've picked out my top three favorite things. If you the don't first have an idea of what to get somebody, you don't jam. know them well enough. Now, to buy what them I something. love about this is obviously it sounds delicious, but. I like the new Steve, you know, gives away the endings of the articles, talks over the recordings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was there something funny there? Yeah, there was. All right. Another Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again. Oh, God. Talking about shopping local, I don't even, the first 20 seconds isn't that great. Either. That's right. We, we can talk over this bit. Tell me what to shop. Trend expert from Etsy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this right. is fantastic yeah. to have you here because Someone from Etsy. there's so much cool Homemade stuff gifts. around here and Dana's going to show me what is well, shut the up. coolest right. of all the cool stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about food. I've picked out my top three favorite things. The first thing is their peach jalapeno jam. Now, what I love about this is obviously it sounds delicious. But Doesn't it sound delicious, Steve? Peach jalapeno jams, kind of thing you'd I'd, have. I'm getting a bit sick of all these little like mixtures of stuff. People are putting yeah. chili and everything. Yeah, all these. I, I I hate the whole craft beer thing I, and well, all that kind of stuff. I and like kind of a bit more in. I that like the zone. sweet and sweet and salty thing. I like. I can salt I can in your get cheese behind cake. that. Uh, salt and caramel, like that makes sense to me. Okay, caramel uh, but, sweet. Yeah, but the the chili thing is is really odd. It's definitely an acquired Fused. taste. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, I, I like loads. Of, there's loads of places that do like chili and dark chocolate. Okay, um, which is apparently a thing. But, but yeah, just, chili jam. Yeah, this is jalapeno jam I, with I, peaches. Oh, yeah, sorry, peaches, peach jalapeno jam. Yeah, I just I can't. I don't understand any of it. I don't understand a thing about it. But and, and I'm the same with craft beers and all these. Different things that I don't know. I think it's I've I've summed up as wholesomeness. Yeah, you know, it's just people that want to have that little bit of nice in their in their daily lives. And I I can't. It's just not there for me at all. I don't mind people that make stuff. Like if you want to, if you if you want to spend your weekend making jam or whatever, because you've mm. got like my mother's up loads because they got fuck loads of fruit trees and stuff. And it's like, well, I could waste it. Yeah, no, or... but if you get the, the thing for me is if you get home, for, like you mentioned a while ago, that when you used to be at work you would dream about having a decent meal when you got back or yeah. something right yeah and you'd have like you'd make it extra special yeah by having oh, i'll have a little bit of peach jalapeno jam just have a rustlers yeah whatever yeah, but, yeah I, I don't know it's just it's make it's adding stuff to it that doesn't need to be added but mm. you get it's the enjoyment you get out of that little bit extra effort you went to personalize your experience yeah uh, and I understand personalised experiences and all that, but I just have I prefer no... to do it with a hammer and a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just, uh, I mean, like um, uh, like hot sauce, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get, I understand hot sauce. I like hot sauce. There are situations where I will have hot sauce. Mm. And I do have uh, a variety of tastes. I do like different types of food and making extra, extra effort with those foods. 
but it's just adding that oh, eh, wholesomeness to it. I can't. Yeah. It, it makes me sick. Yeah. And I, it doesn't make you sick. Uh, probably not as much. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. I think it's just, I don't know, a joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I think there's a... I don't, what's that? Not when you're settled, but when you're comfortable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just find that repulsive. Not repulsive. <laughs> but there's an element where I'm I allergic to I find the it. way you live. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's an element to... I just, I, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'm a, it might have penicillin in it. I don't know. I just feel a little bit allergic. I have a negative reaction to it. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. But I think it's just... Uh, I don't know. I think I've... I think I could have had a wholesome life. Yeah. But I just didn't want it. And I think I feel a lot of pulls from lots of different sources because I think that's what the average person wants. It's a happy life. <laughs> well, they just want, you know, everything will be good and, yeah, and cosy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I want something a bit more. So I think I've always kind of pulled against it. So whenever I feel the pull towards it, I'm like, oh, no, you're trying to trap me. Yeah. yeah peach jalapeno jam <laughs> and beetroot ketchup. Is it, I think it's something you try. Nah, never I... try it. Punch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the demons are telling people to do. Yeah, I, d- I've, I, d- I don't know. Well, don't there's know. another one. There's another one. You know, keep your mind open. This one. This I love this. Right oh, I love this. I've never seen this before. It's so special. It's perfect for a gift. So this is microwave ready popcorn on the cob. Isn't that great? You put it inside a bag and then you get all of your wonderful popcorn popped right there in the bag from the cob. How cool of a gift is that? I would love to receive that. You are a cob. (laughs) It's a cord on the cob. It's dry. Put it in the microwave. (laughs) Put it in a bag first. You'll be amazed. (laughs) Just get some popcorn. (laughs) I don't understand. I've got a popcorn maker. Mm. I don't put it on a cob. <laughs> it's just just popcorn. I, I get that to novelty. Those... They want that. Oh, it's a bit special. Yeah, it's it's to it's it's to have a little bit of DIY about it. But I like I do, I, I will. It's, not even DIY, it's just something different. They just want something unique, something personalized. Mm. Where they have it. Oh, isn't that quirky? Yeah, we've yeah. we've made like those jarred hot chocolates before. Uh, but that doesn't seem too abnormal. Let's just like put hot chocolate in a jar. Yeah. So you get like uh, <laughs> all the stuff that you would put in hot chocolate, like milk, cocoa, sugar, um, and we sugar. We, and I'm the diabetic. Yeah. Never and put we, sugar in hot. Chocolate. You'll like this. We we crumbled up some uh, some candy canes so there was peppermint <laughs> in it as well. <laughs> but then you just put a label on it that says "Add hot milk," and then you. Do that and stir it, and you get hot chocolate. Like that's about as far as we've gone, I think. So, what's the benefit of doing that before you've made a hot chocolate? What do you mean? Is it, is it just like you just mass produced it? So it's like, eh? like if you wanted hot chocolate, yeah. why not just do that? Because you can't so you make someone hot chocolate and put it under their tree, like because the milk will go off. So you 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 give them you got the... someone a hot chocolate for Christmas without the. <laughs> Without the hot, yeah, there's some chocolate. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, as a gift, okay, yeah, a bit of a yeah. personalised. I've made this cupcake for you, kind of gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've made biscuits and shit before, but like, but look, right. So this is what it is, right? This is what it is. Is it? Yeah. So, if I had a hot chocolate, 
in my mind, all I want to think is I'm now drinking hot chocolate and that's it. Yep. But when you drink hot chocolate, <laughs> but when, when these other people enjoy these things for the quirkiness, they want to have that, yeah. It's an experience. Kind of feeling. Well, in, well it's a fabricated experience, I guess, is, is my intent. It's like giving someone a blue apron. Now you get to make a meal. No, it's like giving someone a hammer. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah, yes, there is a different, they want to have an emotional journey when they drink a hot chocolate, maybe, in some level, right? I'm so emotional right now. But you know, oh, the mint, oh, yeah, that mint really adds a little, a little bit of mm. mustard. Yeah. And you can take some out if you don't like it so minty. <laughs> just drink it. <laughs> That's just, my my brain is just so warped in that way. Mm. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to have joy on that, on that uh, at Christmas lower t- <laughs> uh, that lower t- it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a good amount of joy but it's a reduced amount of um, min- uh, structured joy I guess and that that will trap you into more joy <laughs> I don't want this joy's the enemy <laughs> instead that's the thing in my head is yeah if you become happy you become complacent yeah I get that I understand and so that all these- but it's Christmas so I love Christmas you can have a day of it yeah, but yeah, but if you're going to have joy, have big joy. Don't have little joy. You know what I mean? Get a hammer, get a screwdriver, <laughs> knock your head out. <laughs> relief. There's nothing like <laughs> yeah. the joy of relief. Yeah, I think, but I think that's it. I think it's just yeah. People want to have. I want uh, big joy, and I think people want good joy, and yeah. then just all the little bits of joy around it. And I just can't. Same with baby talk. I just can't. So that's how all would, that is, isn't it? There's how would you do big joy for someone for Christmas? Push, not push him out of a plane, but take him skydiving. <laughs> is that not big joy? Go out and do something if that they've they never want done to before. do it or not. <laughs> no, 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 no. If they no, don't, if they no, don't want to do it, no. it's even better. <laughs> Get them evolve as a person. Get them to achieve something big. I don't know. Maybe it's more just yeah. Don't you feel the joy? <laughs> Aren't you joyous now? Merry Christmas. I think I can see Santa. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll send your kids letter to heaven. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's also just not. Uh, uh, there's, there's a certain concern that I have about a lot of it. Seems uh, I, I'm not saying this is about all people, but there's a lot of people I know who will fake it, yeah, to try and enforce the illusion of it with it not being real. And it's just like, I just, yeah, I've got a defense mechanism against that. I'm just like. No, just if you want to have a good time, just go have a good time. You don't have to go and do nothing. Like you sit down and watch Netflix. You don't have to sit down and watch Netflix and make a candle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jaded. There's this part of it. Yeah, it, I just don't want to be tempted into happiness. <laughs> Basically what it is. I'd rather but, wait uh, up. But, but you're fine. You're back on the level now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After all the... This is, this is how it's... I, I don't want joy. Yeah, I'd like happiness, but not... The, not not you know name you brand. want it to not seem genuine happiness yeah i want reality i guess is more i don't want the little mini escapes from reality i want to make reality inc- my i want to thing. make reality come at you yeah <laughs> like a hammer and a screwdriver <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's, it's, it's it's my own little warp thing i just can't yeah if you, oh thanks for the beetroot jam or beetroot ketchup sorry and the oh my popcorn's now on a corn on the cob is it thanks you know I'll just I don't even know I wouldn't know what to do with that yeah but I've been in relationships where people oh isn't that lovely let's do it I don't want to do this this doesn't this is this is stupid 
That's just me. <laughs> That's just the way my mind works. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> in other news, people might have gotten too used to me being in constant pain. <laughs> now that I'm pain free, I'm like back to my old self. People are like, hang on, this guy seems a little bit... <laughs> I don't think I like this podcast anymore. Um, in other news. I really liked it for about four months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he was suffering, yeah. he didn't really talk his mind as much. He was a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before the hammers and the screwdriver, <laughs> blood, the demons in the ER waiting room. Um, in other news. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southwest Airlines has apologised after a member of its staff mocked a five-year-old. Oh, I heard about this. Did you? No. <laughs> I just... Do you know what the girl's name was? No. A B C D E. <laughs> now, the serious thing: there are people with that name. In fact, there is person with there that are name. There are 328 children in the United States called A B C D E. What? Apparently, uh, it is pronounced three hundred what? Three hundred twenty-eight. So there children are... in the U.S. So there, there are 656 parents who are that retarded. Yeah. I'm apparently not allowed to say retarded anymore, but I'm going to. That's <laughs> fucking retarded. Uh, it's pronounced absidy. It's A-B-C-D-E. Um, so what happened, and I understand this, um, Tracy Redford and her daughter, A-B-C-D-E, were, oh, uh, sorry, pronounced absidy, were en route home to El Paso, Texas from California and when the incident occurred, a gate agent allegedly just began laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was obviously something I could relate to. He shouldn't have done, but he did. <laughs> I get it. Um, and took a photo of the child's boarding pass and posted it online. Come here. His kid's name's ABCD. <laughs> no, it's Absidy. All right. Is it? <laughs> now, yeah, I get it's not professional, uh, but I can relate to the human side of it. And I don't agree with the idea that you shouldn't um, laugh at yourself. And I get that it's a kid. I think the kid was like six or something like that. So, yeah, it was like a young child. Didn't really understand why people were laughing at her. You can understand that. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of, you know, you, it's have not to, the kids. you have to teach a child to react to the world anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be interpreted as bullying the child. <laughs> but it could also be humiliating the parents. And you can kind <laughs> yeah. of argue. That- Honey. We love you, but you need to get used to this. You've got a really stupid name. Now, your daughter, F G H I J K. It's Fig Hig. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, uh, the spokesperson for the airline offered a sincere apology. Mr. Maines said the employee's social media post is. So he just posted it on his personal social media. Is not indicative of the care, respect, and civility that Southwest Airline expects. We take great pride in extending our hospitality. Um, uh, <laughs> Miss Redford, who I think's the mother, told broadcasting station ABC Seven <laughs> that the airline hadn't done anything for two weeks after she filed a formal complaint. <laughs> She's really that's pretty specific about who she communicates with. Yeah, I only talk to people. <laughs> Progressive who's... and letters of the alphabet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would argue. I would. She was going to talk to CBS, but it wasn't in chron- you know chronological order for an alphabet alphabetical mm. order. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Miss Redford said the gate agent started laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, and started talking to other employees. And her daughter asked her why they were mocking her. She said, Mum, why is she laughing at my name? 
And I said, everyone, not everyone is nice. And not everyone is going to be nice. And it's unfortunate. Okay. It's fair play. And yeah, 328 children in the US are That's, a, that's a fair response to the kid. But it's yeah. not enough personal responsibility. Well, yeah. I mean, if someone laughed <clears throat> at your name, I mean, yeah. It's, it's that weird line between, you know, is it illegal? Yeah. No. Is it bad customer service? Yeah. Should everywhere yeah. have great customer service? Ideally. Yeah. I mean, you d- yeah, you don't want to... I think... That person should be, t- you know, not have done that. Yeah. Should learn how to prevent that from happening. I think you draw... Uh, a, a good place to draw lines as far as making fun of people is concerned. Because I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. But mm. you sh- I, I've always felt you shouldn't make fun of something that people can't change. I don't well, mean like she should go out the, and change her name, but yeah, I mean like... What so, was the post? So she he took a photo of her boarding pass. If that had any personal information on it, like address or contact details, black them out. Mm. And if the address... It was, it was just a boarding pass where the name was ABCDE. Yeah. I think that would be perfectly fine mm. because that's not associated with the child. There's no photo of the child on there, I don't think. You know, it's just a photo of a boarding pass with that's the name on it. Then you can go, okay... The uploading of that image, I've got no problem with because it's mm. got no connection to the girl. There's 328 It's just people. a boarding pass. Yeah. yeah. But pointing and laughing at a child in an airport. Yeah. You go, it's bad yeah. customer service. It's, it's rude. Like The person shouldn't lose their job over it. But yeah, give them a warning. Like, no, that's not how we treat our customers. Yeah. Stop doing that. But yeah, just I, I complete, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed. If something makes you laugh. I wouldn't have pointed. No. Or, you know, pointed and laughed, but I would have laughed either before or uh, either during or afterwards. Yeah. So it's just a human reaction. You, you know, these customer service has to have some kind of human aspect to it. I also found it, it odd that it's the, it's the only time it's happened in her life. Yeah. Like, that is an unusual name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, they're going to Texas. I mean, Absidy, you could argue that it's a, a kind of foreign sounding name. I don't yeah. know whether it be Middle Eastern or African or something Redford like that. isn't, though. Redford. That's her second name, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. But they're going from California to Texas. Yeah. So it's also like not not a it doesn't sound like a Texan name or a Californian no. name. Maybe a California name. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Redford was the surname. <coughs> so yeah, I don't. It's like yeah, it's just somebody laughed. It's okay. Yeah. If if you like get the guy to apologize to the girl. All right. It seems like yeah. a decent enough remedy. He's probably gonna get fired though. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this is kind of a because it happened. We've had this article before, but it's a different person. I still find it quite funny. Mm. Um, a Scottish couple's festive holiday plans are in disarray after the seventy-year-old accidentally declared himself a terrorist. Uh, so we've had an article similar to this. Similar before, to this, yeah. I think some. I think a, a young or middle-aged woman did it. I think, or, you know, this is an elderly Scottish guy. <laughs> accidentally, can yeah. you turn the heating up? I'm a terrorist. <laughs> what? Just, I'm cold. Sorry, cold. Just on his I'm visa cold. form application to America, he ticked, "I'm a terrorist." And it's I, you see, there's yeah. an argument. The argument is why is that question on there? Because they don't think it's effective. But an equally justifiable question is why did you tick yes? Yeah. Do you not? Are you not reading the application forms for, you know, going to a foreign country? Because you should read them and you should answer them truthfully. Yeah. So if you're not reading it and you're not answering it truthfully, then you are not knowingly coming into the country honestly. Yeah. So why are you not doing this to yourself? Um, John Stevenson and his wife Marion planned to fly to New York on the 3rd of December and spent two grand on flights. Uh, he accidentally answered a question on the Esther visa form, which asked if he was a terrorist, and he said yes. 
Uh, he called border... He says, I even called border control in the US and I gave them my passport details. They looked up my number and said, you're a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, you're a terrorist. Yeah, I... Well, that, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. No, but it says... Yeah. says you are. It says you've sold the world that you're a terrorist. Yeah. Computers don't lie. They're not... They're not capable of lying, okay? You're, <laughs> obviously... You are a terrorist. Yeah. They don't have a concept of honesty. You know, it's just a computer. <laughs> and you're a terrorist. Um, oh, God, I've got so much stuff. Um, uh, we'll go on to this one, and then one more. Um, you've probably heard about this. Again, it kind of tips into my dentist PC thing. Mm. But Baby It's Cold Outside has been requested oh, to again. be removed... Yeah, because and it's, it's been climbing up the charts rapey. ever since. Oh, was it? Like four different versions like of it. Burn the, was it Ding Dong the Witch is Dead went number one when Thatcher died? Yeah. So anything that kind of people don't want, like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And yeah, people just, uh, I, I don't know. I think the thing that struck me about this and a lot of this um, kind of outrage about normal, not normal stuff, but stuff that is open to interpretation is it feels like a G- GCSE English lit essay. Yeah, that people are spouting as fact, and it's just an interpretation. Like the thing I did in English, the thing I think the reason that I was quite good at stuff like drama and English lit was just I was able to find a non-usual um, theme from a book, so I could interpret it in a way that was unique. And just by bullshitting, you know, like oh, of mice and men. Oh well, you know, Lenny's really big. Uh, representing the prehistoric era so he was a dinosaur and you know just go you'd go on these tangents about just a different interpretation of, of something by focusing on one small aspect of it and blowing up to something new and that seems to be the whole deal with this thing like they're saying that baby it's cold outside is a date rape song yeah because of uh yeah she's basically saying i need to go and he's saying well it's cold outside and he's kind of like trying to get her to stay for sexual reasons I think yeah. basically the thing and one of the lines she says is what's in this drink and he keeps giving it he gives her a drink what's in this drink and it's like oh it means Rohypnol and it's like well no you know it, uh, I think uh, I've got a quote here from Jen Kirkman who's a comedian <coughs> um, but the term um, apparently means uh, something else uh, let's see if I can uh, if it's in here somewhere uh, say what's in this drink is an old movie line from the 30s that means I'm telling the truth so she's kind of saying hey what have you put in my drink as mm. in like why am I telling the truth that's right, kind right. of the context of that line apparently oh. when put into the context of the time but yeah. because of the context now yeah. they're saying you're date raping it it's like well it's a fucking musical yeah. and again it's like what is your intention what 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 do you want from this Yeah, like the same thing about trying to get, get upset about Disney films it's like you you is the only possible interpretation I can think of is people will only have one interpretation of something and they'll never change their mind. So if you tell them it's okay to kiss women when they're asleep, you're teaching them to rape. Mm. And that's and that's it. But well, black, black and white is that. But this is the problem with all the PC stuff. It's just, it's it only works if you remove context from the situation. Or if you just focus on one small thing and you analyse it in a different way. Yeah, but that, that doesn't make you only it focus real. on that small thing. You're removing the context yeah. of the piece. Like it's 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 a willing removal of context. Yeah, but then in something artistic, you could argue that 
the intended context has nothing to do with the interpreted context, I guess. But then that's up to the individual. Yeah. In which case PC doesn't which case work because everyone's idea of PC will be completely different. Yeah, and I think it is. And I think that it always will. And that's the big problem with it is that, you know, what is PC to one person? What is porn to someone at Starbucks is not porn to someone else at Starbucks. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's you can't police it because it's subjective. So, yeah, I think it, it just feels like a GCSE essay. Yeah. It just feels like this is the kind of thing that you would do in... This is the kind of thing that I would hear in GCSE drama and do a small performance about because it was a way of taking one thing and turning it on its head. And it, the difference is I was doing it just to kind of promote the discussion of what was going on, I guess. Like that kind of felt like, you know, oh, did you know that, that if, if you took it and then you took it dark and you'd be like, oh, you know, he's gone a different way with it. Mm. Um, but now it seems to be like, oh, no, now that's truth. It's like, no, it's just an opinion. It's just yeah. an expression of something that you're in, you interpret it as. It's not the truth, you, and you, yeah, it, it just seems like it's that level of it's, it is that level of investigation. It's GCSE, just kind of. I knocked this up last night, and yeah, you know, the baby is cold outside. It's actually a date rape thing. Mm. No, it's, it might, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But what's the solution here? Do you think that people are getting date raped because they're listening to this Christmas song? Yeah. If you do, then yeah, fight for it. But if you don't think that's the reason that rapists rape then maybe something more effective. Yeah, no one's, I don't think anyone's ever been encouraged to rape someone because of a song or because of anything. Like Maybe not, just... but I mean, even if they were, I don't think that's the fault of the song. Yeah. I think that's it's the same, same thing about the uh, high school shootings and Marilyn Manson. Oh, these high school shooters listen to Marilyn Manson. Okay. Does, do you think he shot those people? No. Yeah. You know, some pe- the, uh, loads of shooters listen to the radio. Does that mean that the radio killed all those people? Yeah. No. <coughs> so even if it was true they're trying to say that this causes date rape but no it doesn't it's down to the individual it's just it's a weird thing yeah uh, the character in the song is saying no and they're saying well does no really mean yes and I think in 2018 what we know is consent is yes and if you get a no it means no and you should stop right there okay just don't listen to the song yeah it's, it, if you if you think it's going to cause rape then yeah, deal with it. But I don't think it is. Mm. And if you do, then I, I'd ask you to investigate a bit further. Present some proof. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll save the some scum stuff for... Second half. Where are we? I don't know. Hour 40? Yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, now th- these these have been collecting, so I I can't quite recall the story. So I'm discovering things as you are. Sure. Um, an alleged cannibal and three others went on trial this week in South Africa after he reportedly showed up at police station last year with a severed human hand and a maggot infested foot, telling officers that he was tired of eating people. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a change, <laughs> like. <laughs> I thought I'd be caught by now. Here's a hand. <laughs> it goes into all these really like horrific, grisly details. Like they go back to his place, and he's got like people in jars and like just shit all just over try the place. Different recipes. And there's a couple of others that are involved as well. But he's just like, I'm a bit full. Yeah, I've had. You know, uh, I might have something lighter. I might have you know the female fondue. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'd rather <laughs> stick with the man 
biscuits. Yeah, they didn't work. But, but it's a it's a part. It's a thing in a point in Africa, and I like the idea that there's there's so much districts. fucking chaos out there that he has to take remains with him, so they'll believe him. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. Sure you are. <laughs> yeah, I've got a hand. Oh, yeah, so uh, Dave's a cannibal, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a cannibal as well. He's bored of being a cannibal, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, just can't be asked anymore. No. Again, there comes a point where, yeah, you just... <laughs> Enough's enough. Yeah. 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 I'm tired of biting my own fingernails. <laughs> yeah, just... I want, I want to change. I want to change the scenery. <laughs> Put me in prison. Put a cannibal in prison. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, an ex-gangster was shot dead after the launch of his book on quitting crime. <laughs> uh, former Danish gang leader died of gunshot wounds on Tuesday... Uh, as his memoir on leaving the criminal underworld went on sale. He was shot a day earlier after an event to launch the book. <laughs> mm. Well, give him. Give, give him his day of his book. <laughs> and then, Do it after. Yeah. and then Have a, yeah, Give him a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> Retirement it, present. It always just, it just catches up to you. <laughs> uh, Nadim Yazar, 31, made a name for himself as a radio host after quitting Los Guerreros, a Copenhagen... Is this a different story? No, same one. Same radio guy. host, crime lord, <laughs> author. <laughs> Radio's crime lord, crime lord author. Made it, yeah, wrote a book. Um, He's a radio host. Yeah, he became a radio host after <laughs> after quitting the gang. You know, to stay oh, inconspicuous, quit. like. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you know, you gotta go get rid of that body, and then you know promote the upcoming book sales tour on the radio. <laughs> get really into it and then become you know I don't know not David Jason he's not a radio guy <laughs> uh, his book Roots about pulling himself out of crown, uh, crime was published on Tuesday at least two shots were fired at Yassar when he was leaving the book launch on Monday by a gunman who fled the scene Yassar decided to leave his gang and join an exit program after, after he got shot no Prior. before before right, he okay. got shot uh, after he learned that he was going to become a get father <laughs> I thought he was like he's going to be a father. Yeah. Um, he often spoke of his life experience on his radio show. Police said that uh, Yassar told them in 2017 he had been a victim of an attempted assault after he quit the gang. Would you go to the police with that? I mean, he's dead now, so it makes no odds. <laughs> yeah. uh, contextual, I guess. It depends whether yeah. it's... Uh... I'm being assaulted. Why? Because I don't want to chip this cocaine anymore. <laughs> don't want to be a criminal anymore. Don't want to be a cannibal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a cannibal before. Lots of people giving up. <laughs> That's the Just season, different it? life directions. Yeah. <laughs> Longer winters. Um, a man has crashed into a tree after driving with his head out of the car window like Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> a man was taken into custody and processed for a DUI after crashing his car into a tree, according to a police accident report. The report says that the man veered off the road, striking and uprooting a tree in a nearby yard and coming to a rest at, uh, after colliding with a retaining wall. The man told officers that he had crashed because his windshield wipers weren't working and he was forced to drive with his head out the window like Ace Ventura, the report says. <laughs> you know, like Ace Ventura. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Uh, the report shows uh, the man had a blood alcohol content of 137. 0.137. I don't know what that means in the UK. Yeah, I don't know. It's different. Let's assume he was drunk. Yeah, uh, d- drunk. Yeah, yeah, it means he was drunk. Uh, the crash caused an estimated $500 in damage. To a $500 tree? Oh, in his car. And it's and a wall into a retaining wall. Yeah, 
but his car wasn't worth that much because the windscreen wipers weren't working. I yes. Well, yeah. yeah. You got to do what you got to do. And he'd made modifications to it so his dog could eat. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a, uh, he did know. He did know that assholes may seem closer than they appear. <laughs> yeah. in his, in his yeah. A few mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right then. Uh, a man who's. Oh, just to put that into context, I've had yeah. a quick Google. Oh yeah. Um, fifty. So point zero five blood alcohol level. I think is mild intoxication. 300 could be dead. So he was halfway to dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, yeah, he was, he, he was drunk, I'm assuming. Yeah. Not unconscious. Or a but... third of the way to Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, a man whose face was masked was able to rob a bank because the manager did not feel comfortable approaching him as she feared he had a skin condition and did not want to cause offence. <laughs> you see, this is the thing! <laughs> Like this is the thing that fucked me. It's just, <laughs> just, just you know, just act out. Just deal with the situation more aggressively. Yeah, yeah. If he had a skin condition, but he was robbing a bank, you know, you have to accept that he might get. Con- if he does feel self conscious about his skin condition, he has to suffer that pain for you to stop him robbing a bank. Yeah, <laughs> it's the tiptoeing around. Yeah. Like, I, I used to be like, oh, it's everyone, you know, some people do need to be tiptoed around. And I do believe that. But if it means that people who do not need to be tiptoed around are tiptoed around and lose out because of it, it, it makes it a whole different thing. Mm. So, yeah, no, fuck, his, fuck their skin condition if they're robbing a bank. <laughs> Call them a cunt. They won't mind. <laughs> uh, Simon Jones, 38, stood quietly in a queue in County Durham, that West Branch. <laughs> quietly uh, robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> you robbed a bank, please. <laughs> uh, alongside, my face. <laughs> alongside other customers for 15 minutes, wearing blue latex gloves, uh, a pulled-up hooded top, a face mask, and dark glasses. <laughs> <is a> shotgun. <laughs> oh, you must have a terrible season. <laughs> While carrying a bottle of Febreze and a holdall. Um, <laughs> what the has got Febreze? <laughs> The bank's manager, Gemma Hughes, asked only whether she uh, could help him as he stood in line. Uh, the court. Do you want something? <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when reaching the front of the line, Jones told the cashier he had acid and a bomb uh, before forcing her to place £370 in his bag. Jones was able to escape, and police only managed to track him down after members of the public reported what his car looked like. Prosecuting James Woe told the court... The manager approached the defendant as he waited in the queue and asked if she could help him. He said no. <laughs> the police followed an odourless wave from his Febreze. <laughs> Go away. The dogs got nothing. Like nothing. <laughs> Follow the nothing. Uh, <laughs> Judge Christopher Prince questioned Miss Woe about the manager's actions, adding, so it was a hot day. He was wearing a coat with the hood up, carrying a big bottle of Febreze, wearing sunglasses and a face mask, blue plastic gloves, and yet he was just observed as he made his way to the front of the queue where Victoria Smith was left to be threatened by a man saying he had a bomb and acid. (laughs) Uh, After taking advice, Miss Woe explained, the manager was concerned that he might have a skin condition because he waited patiently in the queue. (laughs) He's a patient guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> We've all seen that Bonjella advert where the motorcyclist comes in with a helmet because he's self-conscious about his mouth. His spot. Mouth. Yes. <laughs> Uh, she went to speak to him to find we out if everything this was, was a Bonjella right. advert. <laughs> um, she, t- she tread a careful line between upsetting someone who might have had to wear such things to protect their skin or having a nasty motive for wearing such a disguise. Jones admitted the robbery and was jailed for 40 months. As he should have been. But. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. It's just you know I don't want. To, I want see to someone that looks like a robber. I'm not like. But what if he's got a skin condition? <laughs> yeah. It's like you said. Like, ask that question later. Yeah, just, like, like just no, take him aside. To... Excuse me. Do you have a skin condition? No, but even then, just no. You can't. You, you can't wear this indoors. Yeah. Why? Because it's a bank. You can't. <laughs> if you need someone to do it for you, organize that. But get out. Mm. But you're not supposed to do that. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the, the belief is you shouldn't be doing that anymore it's not the law it's just people that's just the mentality of sort of a lot of people like my dentist there's like yeah they don't want to you know what what if he's got a, what if he's what if he's sensitive about the dentist i'm not you're cowards <laughs> 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 just you know just rip it out yeah well, no but what if you know <laughs> just do it i don't care yeah yeah it's just the fucking attitude of it. yeah um a farmer new story Oh, yeah. uh, a farmer was crushed to death last year when his Jack Russell dog pushed a lever inside a forklift truck, causing it to drive into him. And inquest has heard. Um, <laughs> Derek, <laughs> I thought it was like that was the adjective of his disembowelment. And inquest has heard. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please yeah. Um Dairy farmer, farmer Derek Mead, seventy. Uh, was building a rock garden at his home in Hewish, uh, near Western Supermare, in the west of England, when the accident happened in June last year. An inquest into Mead's death heard that he left the vehicle in neutral and uh, put the handbrake on when he got out to open a gate on his land. Mead's dog remained in the vehicle, and it's thought to have jumped onto the shuttle lever, sending the truck forward and into the farmer. With the handbrake on? No handbrake, just left it in neutral. Was it the the same thing as the other week? up, what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're dead. (laughs) The same thing as the other week, like a woman left her baby in the car with no handbrake and it rolled into a river. What? Yeah, this I didn't like hear about pre- that. I think we talked. Yeah, we talked about this last time. I think. Oh. Um, yeah, she just went into a restaurant, came out, and she was like, "Someone stole my car." It's like, no, you rolled it into a river, <laughs> and like dead baby. Yeah. And now she's like, "Oh, I feel guilty now." It's like, well, yeah, like it, it's tragic, and yeah, but you should just—it's not difficult. Yeah. You know what you're supposed to do, and you haven't done it, and you've suffered for it. Yeah, but it shouldn't happen to people. I'm well, not it bitter, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I think it's it, it's trying to elicit sympathy or blame the dog. Yeah, it's like, well, the dog's a dog, and yeah, if you if you what, yeah, don't leave stuff in neutral, please. Yeah, it's the same. Like, uh, yeah, I mean. No, I've had that with I have I've had people leave the handbrake off of vehicles as they're rolling down hills. Yeah. I'm like, put your handbrake on. You don't need to. It's rolling down the hill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. Why do you not want to put the handbrake on? Yeah. Why do you not want to wear a seatbelt? Why do you not want to wear a condom? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Stop trying to search for joy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Not Christmassy. 
Mead's family told the inquest that he was doing what he loved when he died. <laughs> getting crushed by <laughs> getting crushed by his own dog. Yeah. Uh, must have been weird for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> now I put I've had this one for a bit and I cannot remember for the life of me if I've actually covered it. It's only very okay. short. So just tell me if I have and I'll cut yep. it out. Um uh, Topeka police arrested a man for stealing a car at the Shawnee County Jail parking lot right after being released from the same jail. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> uh, TBD says a citizen noticed their vehicle was missing from the lot around 4pm on Sunday. Security footage showed Kevin E. Jones, 33, <laughs> stealing the car. Jones had been released from jail at 9am. Um, officers were then called uh, to the 500 block of any Grattan Street uh, on a report of a car breaking, the owner of the vehicle and the neighbours stopped the suspect and kept him there until police arrived. The officers found that the suspect was also Jones. The original stolen vehicle was located by officers at the 700 block of S.E. Taylor around 7.15pm and Jones was arrested under suspicion of theft of a motor vehicle and criminal damage. The damage to the vehicle uh, on Graton was estimated to be around $700. This isn't GTA. <laughs> like, you don't... You, I'm out of prison now. I guess I'll so, go back ooh, to... Ooh, car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steal it. It's like impulse control, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, just call a cab. Yeah. It might have been that... Um, was it Brooks from Shawshank Redemption? He just couldn't deal with being outside like, prison anymore. So yeah. it's like, fuck it, let's do another crime. <laughs> Steal a car, park it next door. Oh, you got me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that's me for now. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah, I can jump back on. Uh, what do you do uh, recording-wise? Pause it? Stand it. Yeah. All right, and we're back. Don't need to put that in. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we've got loads more um, news articles. Let's just have a quick look through. Um, the hell's that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's some, there's some stuff that I'm not 100% proud of. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll come up later. Um, the council has been forced to apologise after thousands of residents found they had been called wasters um, <laughs> because they're trying to promote recycling. Oh. <laughs> so, so they just went around, and there's two stickers, a green one and a red one. They didn't do the green one. So they just went around people's houses putting red frowny faces on wheelie, on wheelie bins saying, you're a waster. <laughs> so as people just woke up to being heckled by the government. <laughs> and it's just like a black a red frowny face like you waster it's like well no we were going to put a good one out as well we just forgot <laughs> well yeah but don't call us wasters <laughs> whatever you do uh, black wheelie bins in Orton Melbourne and Sugar Way neighbourhoods of Peterborough Cams were targeted as part of a bungled recycling campaign it was hoped that the red stickers featuring a frowning face emoji and waster printed in bold <laughs> would encourage people to cut down on household waste. Um, do you recycle? Yes. I have to, just because that produce a lot of rubbish. Yeah, nice. we do, we do, we, we, get, we got more recycling than we do rubbish. Like, yeah. if we forget to put our recycling out, we're fucked for a couple of weeks. There's just shit everywhere. Oh, I'll just go to the tip. But, well, you know, you solve problems. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just like to sign. But we we only ever get the rubbish like half full. No joy at the tip. So we, <laughs> <laughs> not going there. So if we ever missed it, like we'd be fine with rubbish. You'd be fucked with the, with the, with the rubbish one. We'd be oh, fine. Right, with the, with the recycling one, one. We'd be fucked. Yeah, I mean, I just did it. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of my rubbish is recyclable. 
and so I would just fill up the black bin with recycling if I didn't use the blue bin. Yeah. Just, oh, just, yeah, just use the blue bin then. Mm. And it's got, I'd never used to recycle. I was like, oh, I kind of have to. Yeah. It's kind of a good thing, I guess, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, many simply just complained because they've got frowny faces that they're being insulted. <laughs> Heavy oh. heckle. The stickers have upset a lot of people because the word waster is really insulting. It was awful to come home and find a sticker on my bin. <laughs> oh. Reason Steve sighs. Other residents suggested there were less aggressive methods to promote recycling. Don't have to use stickers. <laughs> sticks less been... aggressive than a sticker. <laughs> than a frowny face. Sticks have been put on around 3,000 3, bins under a pilot scheme by the Waste and Resources Action Programme, RAP, that is being supported by the local authority. <laughs> Don't acronyme your name. Acronyme. Acro- yeah. Acronominize. Separate stickers for green bins are due to be sent out next week to 7,000 houses who took past, wanted to take part in the test. The planned green sticker the planned green sticker is expected to soothe tensions by striking a more positive note, showing a smiling face <laughs> above the less controversial moniker Recycler. <laughs> but it's not because... They're not, they haven't targeted people's homes because they don't recycle enough. They just called everyone in their constituency a waster. <laughs> Anyone with a black bin, you have to have a black bin. Yeah. Because there is stuff that you cannot recycle. If you, yeah, make everything recyclable. Yes, that's, you're a waster. <laughs> oh, but you're, you're good and bad. Oh, you Santa Claus? What are you talking about? I don't like this emoji of me. <laughs> don't put it on my bin, it's going to make me sigh. Um, in other news, in Nigeria, uh, President... Muhammadu Buhari has denied claims that he's dead and has rebelled <laughs> and uh, he's not a clone uh, breaking his silence on a rumour that was circulating around social media for a few months just finally had enough of it yeah. I am not a clone <laughs> nor am I dead Buhari who is running for re-election in February spent five months in Britain last year being treated for an undisclosed illness probably death one theory widely aired on social media and by some political opponents was he had been replaced by a lookalike <laughs> opponents according to your passport you're dead no no I'm a terrorist what kind of name is ABCDE <laughs> you're not six <laughs> I am six um, is it opponent well don't vote for him he's a lookalike <laughs> he looks just like him <laughs> <laughs> it's almost identical. Uh, no evidence had been presented, but videos making the claim have been viewed thousands of times. No evidence, but people have been saying it. Uh, it's the real me, I assure you. I will soon celebrate my 76th birthday and I will still go strong. Um, he told the town hall session in Poland where he was attending a conference. Fair enough. Um, this is uh, an interesting one. There's a few interesting ones in here. All right. Um, so... Is uh, veganism a religion? Um, officially, no. No, there's an argument. There's a guy arguing that it should be treated as a philosophical belief, at the very least. Right. So he's claiming the guy. This guy, Jordi Casamitjana, says he was sacked by the League Against Cruel Sports. <laughs> We're against cruel sports. <laughs> what's a cool sport i'm assuming like horse racing um i'm assuming it's, yeah i'm assuming it's got something to do with the animals because um, you can't you can't say that like formula one is cruel because it promotes pollution yeah but there's people that say mma is, is a cruel sport maybe but it's voluntary isn't sport, it? so you're it making cruel 
but the the people that organize it are making way more money off people off the people who are actually in danger so what that would be manipulative or but then that's the same with mining the person that owns the mine yeah i think cruel you have to be hurting something yeah that doesn't blood sports blood, fox hunting that doesn't vote into it yeah fox hunting maybe fox hunting anything with animals yeah fishing i don't know yeah uh but yeah he's uh been sacked by the <laughs> let's find the name funny the league against cruel sports after disclosing it invested pension funds in firms involved in animal testing so they were you know investing their money and in some of the companies they invested in are related to harming testing stuff on animals Right, which if you're a vegan, or I think he does differentiate between different types—a dietary vegan and a something else vegan. Okay, he believes yeah, an ethical vegan. I think is what he calls it, which means that it goes against his belief system. So he claims he was discriminated against, and the tribunal will now decide if it should be protected in law. Veganism, oh, that is. No, no, it shouldn't. Yeah, well, it's a diet. You know, yeah, like there's people that are vegans because they like vegan food. Yeah, that don't necessarily hold any of the beliefs. Yeah, so there will be different types of veganism, yeah. at the very least. You can do what you want based on a belief, but that doesn't mean it embodies the belief. Yeah. And uh, can you, if you're fired from something, can you say it's because of your religion? I guess, you know, if a Christian said they were fired from somewhere because they said Christmas... Is that religious? I don't know. It's weird. Um, it denied um, the League Against Cruel Sports said that it denied the sacking was because of his veganism. And yeah, Mister Casamitiana says he is an ethical vegan. Some people only eat a vegan diet, but they don't care about the environment or the animals. They only care about their own health. I care about animals and the environment and my health and everything. <laughs> <laughs> cares about everything. He cares about. Everything and his health and the environment and animals. Oh, I bet he's an awesome guy to be around. <laughs> Why is he, he can't articulate himself? He doesn't know what he believes in. He thinks he believes in everything and more stuff. Uh, this is why I use the term ethical veganism because for me, veganism is a belief and affects every single aspect of my life. Mr. Casamitiana says he has been discriminated against many times because of his vegan beliefs. He said it is important for all vegans to know that if they want to talk about veganism, they are protected and no one will say shut up. It's yeah, well, yeah. You can talk about whatever you want, but so can other people, and they can tell you to shut up. Yeah, you're not being blacklisted. You're not being removed from social media. You're not being no platformed. You're just you've been fired from a company, and you're trying to say it's because of veganism. Yeah, to try and push an agenda is what it feels like. It is important that the law protects vegans. I guess if you're a part of a, a group, that group should be protected. From but what? But that's the thing is, it, it has to be more so than someone else, right? If you're protected, if everyone's protected, and you want vegans to be protected, you're implying you, that you want an, another layer of protection. You so, should you should be allowed rights to the point where it's up to when it starts encroaching on other people's. Yeah. I don't want to serve vegan food at my restaurant. I should be allowed to not serve vegan food. That doesn't mean I'm discriminating against you. Well, this was the it's thing, my um, right to, to exercise that free will. You see when um, Jordan Je- uh, Jordan Peterson went on Jim Jeffrey's show, uh, um, they made an argument. It was an interesting debate, but I think, yeah, I think it's kind of missed... I, I saw it, I interpreted it differently. Jo- uh, Jim Jeffries asked whether um, bakeries should be forced to serve transgender or homosexual people. Yeah. 
And Jordan Peterson said, forced? No. And J- Jim Jeffries said, um, well, there was a time when we had to force uh, restaurants and that to serve black people that enforced a feeling of equality. And I think that was a good thing. Do you not think that was a good thing? And Jordan Peterson said, yeah, I kind of guess that's a good thing. Mm. But the argument wasn't about, because this was in reference to the um, gay wedding cake. Yeah, I think. yeah. Yeah. Um, and you go, no, of course, the bakery should be forced to serve everybody. As in, if somebody walks into their establishment, they shouldn't be allowed to evict people based on whatever, culture, race, sexuality, or whatever like that. But it's different thing to put get, tendering services for something that's already been purchased mm. and creating a political message. Yeah, the, the wedding can't... cake thing's weird because the, like, because the in that situation they were they they would have been happy for the for the couple to buy any cake that was there that was already made or exactly. whatever so they are selling to everybody yeah but the, then that's the difference is that you're asking you're, somebody to personally create artistically yeah. something that aligns with your political views yeah and they're like but we don't hold that and we don't want you, to do you that you should be allowed to say no yes yeah. and, and you shouldn't be forced to create political views that you disagree with but yeah. you should be forced to serve anybody, regardless of whatever culture they're in. But there's a there's a, there's a difference between selling a cake that's already been made, that's a generic cake. If you're not selling it to a black person for no reason, mm. that's racist. Yeah. But if you are being asked to cook something with hemlock in it, doesn't mean you have to. No. Regardless of whoever's asking you to make it. So no, I disagree with putting hemlock in cake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I disagree with drawing, you know, um, rape on a cake. Yeah. doesn't mean that you shouldn't serve rapists. It just means you shouldn't make rape cakes. <laughs> <laughs> just seems simple to me. So, yeah, if, if you do want a level of protection, you need to have the of everybody. As in, everybody yeah. has the same rights. But if you're arguing that vegans should be specially protected, why? Yeah. What, 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 why do you think you're being discriminated against more? Is it just because people don't like you? Because people don't like a lot of people. But if they feel like they're being targeted because of their diet, okay. Yeah. But you can fire someone because they're annoying. Well, maybe not ethically, but or legally. But that can be the chain of, of events that lead to somebody being fired. Yeah. A personality trait. Yeah. And if you're saying that you love everything and health and everything else, I'd find you annoying. <laughs> Too much joy. <laughs> Yeah. This next article is a bit of a tone of water, but I found it funny. A woman who was killed on a train may have been leaning out the window when she suffered a blow to the head. So, the thing I find, because this is obviously tragic, a woman died yeah. from blunt force trauma to the head. I find it funny because I think she, in my mind, she I was find de- it funny because I survived. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny because I think she was decapitated. Right. Right. And I think. Like the young ones. Yeah. And I think that the, the police are just like, <laughs> maybe she was hit by a train. <laughs> You know, maybe she put her head out the window or something. Not just, it was probably just horrific blood, blunt force trauma that was probably from getting hit by something with your head out the window, I'm assuming. Yeah. The victim, who hasn't been identified, sustained serious head injuries. Head came off. On a service, which it didn't, it doesn't say that, but in my mind it does. Um, on a service bound for Bristol between Bath and Keensham on Saturday night. This was in England, someone was doing this. Yeah. Can you get your head out of a train window in England? In the, in between the carriages, I guess you can. Fucking Jesus! Yeah, like the doors of you've got those old old timey doors between the carriages sometimes. Yeah, the thing that jumps down, like the young ones. <laughs> I think a death is not being treated as suspicious. I mean, heads off. 
Um, a spokesman <laughs> for the British Transport Police said, we were called around 10, 10, 10 p.m. following a report of a woman without a head uh, with a receive, receive serious head injuries while travelling on a train. Officers uh, attended along with colleagues from Avon and Somerset, but despite their best efforts, the woman died at the scene. And again, in my mind, she's got no head. So they're yeah. just tr- putting it on. <laughs> not working though that's, well you that's your best effort I suppose so. <laughs> yeah well yeah, uh, our investigation remains at an early stage this fucking head uh, but initial inquiries suggest the woman may have been leaning out the window officers are currently working to confirm her identity and inform her next of kin is this your mum <laughs> just carrying her head around town trying to find people not funny dark I've been in a dark place um, oh, this one's straight after. The man who murdered three small children and impaled them on railings <laughs> has been cleared for release. What? <laughs> Happened a long time ago. Uh. <laughs> Killed three small children and impaled them on railing. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> David McGreevy, 67, beat to death Samantha Uri, nine months old, strangled her brother Paul, four, and cut the throat of sister Dawn too. In wow. 1973, he was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 20 years after admitting to all three murders. But in an echo of John Warby's Warboy's scandal, I don't know what that is, a three-member parole board said he's no longer a significant risk. Uh, the panel said it had found McGreevy had developed self-control. <laughs> he's got more self-control now. Yeah, you know. he hasn't killed anyone since <laughs> being in prison. He hasn't killed any babies since we stopped giving him babies and took full <laughs> responsibility for his crimes. It also said he had a considerable understanding of the problems he has and what caused them. Do you know why you impale babies on railings? <laughs> oh, I kind of understand why. All right, then. Well, good. As long yeah. as you do. Yeah, McGreevy is now expected to be released to a bail hostel after Christmas. Give the kids Christmas. <laughs> Don't let him out before Christmas. <laughs> Let him enjoy Christmas, then let him out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird one because everyone's you can't keep everyone in prison forever and people make mistakes. That's... Pretty intense mistake and kind of an unforgivable mistake, but there's a difference between forgiveness and freedom, I guess. You have to have some kind of measurement of the crime that you've committed. And if you killed children at the age of, in the in your twenties, you know, could you be put to death? I guess you could. Yeah. Could you be given life in prison? So I think yeah, in the but... 70s, I thought you could be. I thought they still had hanging. No, I didn't. it feels weird. Mm. Maybe, I guess. I doubt it. After World War Two, there was just too few people. Yeah, but do you Come want on, this guy? In, in <laughs> well, your... there was lots of room in prisons. There <laughs> <laughs> just weren't enough people. So kill them. Fuck them all. Um, yeah, so I just, I just found it funny that uh, he's... Got on, you know, he's learned to control his impaling of babies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, New Jersey substitute teacher this time, not cutting hair and singing the national anthem, um, may get put on the naughty list after telling a class that Santa Claus isn't real. And the presents left under the Christmas tree are put there by their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! <laughs> One of the parents said, she told them Santa isn't real and parents just buy presents and put them under their tree. Wrote Simek, whose six-year-old daughter was in the class. She told them reindeer can't fly and elves aren't real. <laughs> but <laughs> she went, no, it a, just like it wasn't like she said one thing. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, I shouldn't have said that. Like she went on a roll. Yeah, she was like, right, Santa's not real. 
What about the presents? They put them by your parents. What about reindeer? Yeah. Can't fly. Elves? <laughs> fucking, they're not real. She's got a fag on. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine the signal as well. The substitute didn't stop there. Also told the class that the tooth fairy in the Easter money don't exist. Yeah. While I'm on the subject... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the parents, a grown woman, tried to crush our six-year-old spirits along with the spirits of the, the other 22 kids in the first grade class. Many of us parents have been doing damage control since the kids got home from school today. Another parent said their child was heartbroken and told the outlet that she tried to remedy the situation by taking her daughter to see Santa at a local event and telling her that the substitute teacher was an agent of Satan <laughs> and will not be returning. <laughs> oh, no, oh, oh I, did the, I did the thing. Was an it was the was Santa's evil counterpart, an agent of Santa. Yeah, right. Like it was, it's Santa's evil counterpart. I did the fucking switch. So all the parents had to get together for this and be like, "Well, Just tell your kids which line are we going down?" That she's the devil because you can't have fucking <laughs> Judith, Santa's vegan nemesis. Judith, being like, "Yeah, no, it's all it's all true." Just we are it, Santa. Just say it's she's Santa's nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Weave the liar's web. <laughs> I saw a thing. Um, I saw a thing. Go- I met Santa's nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's nemesis taught me algebra. <laughs> Whatever they do at year six or six years old. <laughs> I read something uh, recently that it's an old joke. Uh, I just did it myself. About I think the article. It was a joke news thing and the article was something like office leaves terrified after woman after dyslexic woman organizes secret satan (laughs) 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 which is like oh i quite liked the wording of the joke the article had a few more extra bits in it yeah to make it a bit more interesting but the the first comment on it was oh so jokes about disability are fine now are they it's like it's well it's they're not rid and and it went on to be like how people are upset about dyslexia being joked about with for people who are dyslexic and i understand i do get that you know it's not good to be joked not it's not good to be joked about but there's a f- negative feeling about being joked or casually spoken about like i mean di- diabetes is s- such a serious disease but it's the world treats sugar as such a normalized thing same as alcohol for alcoholics. It's probably the same thing. Mm. Um, and it's just like, just people just gloss over it and you go like, yeah, but that's... that's like, it's just, yeah, beer adverts for alcoholics. You go like, what are you doing? Yeah. But it's, alcohol's poisonous. There's no benefit whatsoever. Yeah. Why are you able to advertise this seductively when there's so many people openly addicted to it? It doesn't make any sense to me. So I can understand how that can be similar to um, dyslexia being made fun of. Because if there was loads of seductive adverts about dyslexics being, you know, silly, yeah, you'd be like, well, "Take me seriously, please." But it's a joke, yeah. And the reason for all of those words, comedically, I can justify, as in all of them are needed to create that joke. Yeah, like it added the reason there was more words in it made it. Secret Santa is funnier than just Santa. Um, office workers terrified leads you down a little other avenue because you think something else is going on you mm. don't expect it so it kind of opens up that avenue for you all of it kind of works so it's not like it, it, all it is is just you know dyslexics you shouldn't joke about dyslexics it's like well what, what do you want to do about dyslexics what do you want to do yeah just don't want to read something offensive because you'll find something offensive everywhere so don't read no you will be offended so you need to learn to joke about yourself and everything 
So if, if an alcoholic sees a beer advert or something and feels those yearns for it or whatever, mm. the best thing they can do is to realise what they're feeling and joke about it and desensitise themselves to it, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it's gold. It is gold. <laughs> um, no, like it just—it just screams of um, in, uh, in insecurity to me. Like everybody yeah. is flawed in some way, um, and if you are insecure about it, and mm. so, maybe you've got a right to be insecure about certain things, but if you are insecure about it, you'll be sensitive to people making fun of it. Yeah, but you need to separate. I think. You need to recognize, because there is a difference to somebody saying something in public for one purpose and someone t- saying it to you directly with another purpose. Mm. Like if someone said something jokingly down the pub, that'd be different as if someone was organizing a rally for it. Yeah. It's a different context. You need to learn to think about it. And yeah, there, I, I mean, when my tooth was at its worst, was at its worst, I wasn't in a funny mood. But I was, you know... And there were things that I was like I was getting angry about. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not a measurement for everybody. No one could be up to my standard. But it's just, you know, you can't learn to do to, to, <laughs> to fight all those fights with it. It's got yeah. Like, yeah, it's everything's fine. Just relax. Let let learn to not get a thicker skin, but just learn to accept yourself. Yeah. I guess is what it is more than anything. Because if you're saying that you can't joke about dyslexia, you're saying that it's not silly. Yeah. And you go, Well, if you don't that means you take yourself completely seriously. Yeah. And I don't believe you. anyone can function like that because it arises with all these problems. Yeah. Just learn to accept who you are. No, like a, 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 often a, a very kind of attractive social um, aspect of, of someone is their, not constant use of, but their ability to be self-deprecating. Mm. And it's th- it's that recognition of like, Okay, so he's he, they're they're aware that they're not perfect. I can relax because I'm not perfect yeah. either. Well, I know something a bit about myself because I joke about it quite a lot, as I did just then. I don't think I'm an egotistical person. I always thought that I probably am, mm. but I'm just very confident. Yeah, like I just said that no one can go to my standard. I don't believe that in my heart. Like that's not like a, I'm yeah. better than people. I just think it's very funny <laughs> to pretend to be that arrogant or confident. Yeah don't genuinely feel that way so it's just yeah i think it's yeah something that i know about and i've just yeah kind of realized that yeah it's just more than it is anything it's just being confident and yeah. just saying fuck it don't care what do you want does not mean that i feel good about myself or egotistical in any way and yeah if yeah i'm diabetic and the if you're an alcoholic well they're like giving different examples as in examples that i can't relate to very well but yeah, say diabetes. If I went to a Christmas meal and people were having cake, mm. as much as I hate cake as an idea, too much joy, um, <laughs> is you go like, no, eat cake. I can't. I don't want it. Yeah. But you do it. I don't care. It doesn't change anything. It just yeah. means I wouldn't. Same, I wouldn't drink when people would go out and drink. So, ah, no, I'm fine. I can drink water and I'll drive home. <laughs> do you want a lift? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, um, I've heard about Peter. They were quite big a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. They released a table of things that you should say instead of not saying in order to respect animals. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the old saying, kill two birds with one stone. Do you know what they said? What's that? Well, feed two birds with one scone. Makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, you shouldn't kill birds. You should feed birds carbs. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, be You're the guinea not pig. meant to give them bread or flour or anything, apparently. <laughs> I thought that was pigeons only. Is it all birds? Uh, ducks are particularly bad for it. <laughs> ducks explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see this one. Uh, so the bad one is be the guinea pig. What do you think they should you say instead? Of, because you shouldn't talk about animals. Uh, I don't know. Be the test tube. <laughs> Flows off the tongue. But the test tube has nothing <laughs> to do with... Well, it's, it, it's, you're trying to say... You're not you testing something on the test tube. This unless you're testing the full height of a test tube yeah. before it breaks. Uh, this one uh, probably makes a lot of sense to somebody. Uh, instead of beating a dead horse, what should you do? <laughs> well, you should feed a fed horse. <laughs> <laughs> right, and by no means... At, I think it's, yeah, it's been plastered. Because he time. won't eat anymore. No, you know, it's the same as punching him in the face when he's dead. <laughs> Again, you're taking these things so literally. They're just words. They're a yeah. tool. You're like, it's, like, it's like you're blaming a screwdriver because mm. your Ikea table doesn't work. But you're perpetuating an attitude. Even if you don't know it, and even if you're not trying to, you are. Don't you dare say bring home the bacon. Oh, God. Don't yeah. you dare. That offends Jewish people. Instead, say bring home the bagels. Is <laughs> that what it says? <laughs> yeah. So the 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 well the bring home the bacon I guess they're only referring to meat. bringing home the bagels does make it seem a lot more Jewish for some reason yeah to me I guess now you're reminding me of Jewish people <laughs> yeah. like that's not a problem but like you're no. just shifting it and the final one is instead of taking the bull by the horns <laughs> you should take the flower by the thorns doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> One There's is no... significantly less dangerous. <laughs> well, one of them is to take control of something. The other one is to self-harm. Yeah. They're two different things. Yeah, it's not to do with the fact that the the horns are pointy. Yeah, when you grab the bull by the horns, you're not impaling yourself on the horn no. just for pain. You're trying to take control of something that's out of control. Yeah. Really, you'd take a flower by the stem. Yeah. Even though the flower isn't really out of control. <laughs> <laughs> the rose is mental. <laughs> um, they also accompanied this table with a quote, or their tweet, their tweet, which was, just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic, or ableist language, phrases that trivialise cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start bringing home the bagels instead of the bacon. No, they won't. No, it's for the fucking animals. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah. I get that Peter is you're, you're all about animals. I get it, like, but again, why is everyone trying to control language? Yeah, why, why language? Why, why, why? I don't understand. Yeah, why do you think that words kill animals? They don't. They generate a culture of killing animals. Yeah, I think culture generates a culture about. Ki- I think killing animals generates a culture of killing animals. Yeah, I think eating meat and needing to eat meat is what creates the culture of killing animals. Mm. I don't think it's. I don't think it's old wives' tales and old nursery rhymes and things that people say. Yeah. This seems weird. Again, I don't like the word tribalism. I'm still trying to think of a different word because I don't think it fits in my mind for me. But they're just trying to team up with people. Mm. They're trying to segregate. And not to segregate to find people that they like. They're trying to segregate people away. That's why I don't think it's tribalism. Yeah. It's not like, I'm going to start doing this so I can find more people like me. Mm. I think it's more... I want to tell people that these people are bad. That is trying to push people into camps. Yeah. And be like, you're a rabelist and you hate animals because you say bacon. <laughs> okay. Well, it would it help if I said something else? <laughs>